It's Tuesday, June 28, 2022. There were multiple errors, miscalculations, and just a total lack of resources by the U.S. Forest Service. New Mexico's largest ever wildfire caused by a prescribed burn. Japan's electric grid strains under historic extreme heat wave. Plus, about three quarters of U.S. adults have experienced extreme weather in the last five years. And for many of them, extreme weather events are disastrous for long-term finances. All of those disasters and more straight ahead from Bradblog.com. I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyen. Stand by for six minutes of independent green news, politics, analysis, and snarky comment. I made the point that Jeff Clark is not even competent to serve as the attorney general. He's never been a criminal attorney. He's never conducted a criminal investigation in his life. And he kind of retorted by saying, well, I've done a lot of very complicated appeals and environmental litigation. And I said, that's right. You're an environmental lawyer. How about you go back to your office and we'll call you when there's an oil spill. Oh, environmental lawyer slam. Well, it's Jeff Clark. Actually, he was an anti-environmental lawyer. So go get him. This is your Green News Report. Okay, Desi Doyen, you think enough people are watching the January 6th hearings to know that Jeff Clark was the guy that Donald Trump was trying to put into the top of the Department of Justice to help him steal the election? Well, if they didn't, they do now. They do now. What do you got for us today? Well, first, in Japan, officials are urging millions of residents to conserve electricity as an historic and dangerous heat wave strains the electric grid. A persistent heat wave gripping Northeast Asia set a new national record for Japan for the month of June at 100 four degrees and 200 miles north of the Arctic Circle, the town of Norilsk, Russia, hit a record 90 degrees. Mm. Globally, multiple June heat waves have set monthly and all-time high temperature records in the U.S., Europe, Asia, and the Russian Arctic, and it's not even July yet, which is typically the hottest month in the Northern Hemisphere. All of this matters because increasingly severe, frequent, and long-lasting heat waves are a clear manifestation of human-caused global warming. And this is a very cruel summer so far. Here in the U.S., a new report by the U.S. Forest Service concludes that the agency's mistakes during a controlled burn to reduce the threat of wildfires were responsible for causing New Mexico's ongoing Hermit's Peak Calf Canyon Complex fire. Oops. The largest wildfire in the state's history. The report found that the agency used outdated modeling that underestimated climate change intensified drought and heat. Ah. Plus, it found chronic understaffing made worse by government shutdowns and the pandemic created a years-long backlog in forest clearing projects that put pressure on crews to catch up. Forest Service Chief Randy Moore said man-made climate change has narrowed the window for prescribed burns and it is causing more intense and frequent wildfires, creating, quote, conditions on the ground that we have never encountered. Fires are outpacing our models. Not good. A different study underscores how climate change is dangerous, widespread and costly. It finds that more than 70 percent of American adults say they have been directly affected by extreme weather events like hurricanes wildfires, floods, and heat waves over the last five years. And for many, it was financially devastating. The new nationwide survey conducted by Harvard University and National Public Radio found many weather disaster victims suffered long-term financial problems, in part because most disaster victims do not receive federal emergency funding. Well, the important thing is that it doesn't cost the fossil fuel companies anything. 
They're doing just fine. Here's NPR reporter Rebecca Hersher. About a fifth of people who experience floods, they had long-term financial problems. And as far as health goes, about a third of the people who were affected by wildfires said that they had serious problems, mostly because of smoke in the air. People who are already marginalized in our society, they are more likely to suffer long-term financial impacts, long-term health impacts after a weather disaster. Good reporting from NPR there. And it's probably not a surprise that the survey found that people who have experienced extreme weather are more concerned about climate change and support climate policies. Go figure. But some good news. A federal environmental assessment has determined that hard rock mining in the Minnesota wilderness is an exceptionally bad idea that would risk contaminating the region's water. The U.S. Forest Service assessment found that proposed copper and nickel mining would pose a major risk to the region's famous Boundary Waters Canoe Area Wilderness. The draft assessment proposes a 20-year ban on copper mining on federal lands in the watershed, and it comes six months after the Biden Interior Department canceled two mining leases in the area granted by the Trump administration. Good for the Biden administration. Finally, voters in Colombia in South America have elected their first leftist president, an economist and former guerrilla fighter named Gustavo Petro, who campaigned on a platform of reorganizing Colombia's economy to combat climate change and end its dependence on fossil fuels. Petro has pledged to phase out new fossil fuel production. The ironically named Petro. Indeed. For much more on all of those stories and the ones we couldn't get to today, check out our website at greennews.bradblog.com. I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyen. And this has been your Green News Report. It's a cool